Hey guys, what's up? It's Tony, and this is another segment of Tea with Tony. Hi! <laughs> so, how are you guys doing today? Um, I just got into. Firstly, I'm trying not to make this vlog anything about television or too much entertainment, but I will be talking about certain topics. Alright? Just what I'm thinking. Um, so, anyway, I don't know what you guys, if you've seen it or you watched it, but yesterday was the first installment of the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. Season 10. And baby, they jump right into it. So, let me just go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, firstly, first let me get into the fact that they looked good. All the ladies looked good. The makeup was done. Looks like a couple of girls got some shots in their cheeks. Everybody's bones were sitting up right. They had the lighting on right. So, I'd give them that. They look good. I would give my favorite look to... Me personally, I would probably give it to Portia. Portia looked fucking phenomenal. She had on this purple dress. It was like velvet, crushed velvet. And she had a little shoulder pad. She had on this uh, tiara. She said she was giving love God a tease. And her hair was, all, I guess, her go naked hair. She looked good. She looked good. So did Cynthia. Cynthia had on like this little strapless red number. And them boobs was perched, honey. Um, Kenya looked good. Her hair was, her hair was kind of pissing me off a little bit. It looked like it should have been combed a little more teased on the side, you know. But she looked decent. Um, and her skin did look fuller, but you know, as she revealed, well, no, we'll get into that in a second. Um, and she had on this yellow number. Now, I like the dress. They showed her when she was walking, so it did actually look really good. But when she was sitting down, it kind of like flopped. Uh, who else? Nene had on this red number. It was like a little sparkly, shimmery thing. It was cute. She had a pullback pony. That was all right. Uh, Candy had on this like, mm, yeah, Candy's dress was okay, and her hair was okay, but she looked good. Her makeup was done. Sheree had on blue, I believe. But it was, oh she, no, she had on pink. I'm sorry, but it was like all the way up to her neck. I didn't like that. She had a, a ponytail too. So that was just the fashions. Child and Andy looked nice. Andy looked nice. Oh, who else came out so far? So far, uh, Marlo came out in this light purple. Um, her hair was teased down like a straight hair. You know how she always wears long. And the dress, so the thing about the dress was, it was mostly like, um, you know, what's that material that they use for tutus, ballerina tutus? Ah, I forget what the fuck they call that material, but it was mostly that, and it was like coming down from her waist. It looked good when she was standing up, and it was like a train on it, but when she sat down, it kind of, you know, like, you know, it kind of covered her up, you know, kind of swallowed her a little bit, and she kept moving it. And so, like, and it's, it's always an issue with me with women when they constantly... Uh, adjust themselves, they're constantly playing with the hair or they're constantly moving their outfit around. It says to me either you're uncomfortable or you're just trying to draw attention to yourself. Um, <laughs> for, for, for whatever reason, I was living, and that's so shady because on the opposite of that, Portia had that long go naked hair in. She had, <laughs> oh, Portia had that long go naked hair in. I'm pretty sure it was about 20 inches and she had it all curly. And that bitch kept flipping that damn hair. That, that crown was coming off her head. And I was falling out because clearly she started using her damn movements with her shade. So let's start getting into that. Because, girl, honey, baby, these bitches were shady. This was a pretty boring season overall. After the fallout of last season, this season wasn't that much. So it's like they just jumped right into the drama and the shade right away. And, you know, hopefully they won't get on our nerves with a whole bunch of dumb shit. So, but these girls came ready. I'm going to give it up to Miss Portia. Bitch, Miss Portia. That bitch can't, like, okay, for the last few, like, two or three seasons, Portia has been on top of her shit when she comes to the uh, reunions. She might look dumb as shit throughout the season, but bitch, usually at the reunion, she's gotten herself together. She didn't have a red bull. She's ready. 
That scene should have been good if Phaedra didn't drop that bomb right at the end and made her look like a fucking fool. But, <laughs> you know, I think she went a long way this season. And then she sat on that couch and she said what the fuck she said and she did what the fuck she did. And I got my life, honey. I was falling out. I was flying for it. I was really getting into the energies in the room. And I know Andy called, you know, Andy messy ass. He was getting into the energies. So let's jump into that in the next segment, right? Because the energy in the room, I don't know if you guys can feel it from the TV, but I can feel it. It was definitely different. So let's check that out. All right, so jumping right into it, right? Um, You know, so Andy, of course, starting off, he went around and he said hello to everybody. You know, said a little this, said a little that to everybody. And he saved Kenya for last. And his question was, you know, so are we expecting the baby soon? And she was like, yeah, you know, like blase, like baby. But, you know, all the girls caught it. And, you know, Portia and Nene were like, is that a yes? And she's like, yes, we're expecting a baby. So, And, you know, I was really happy because everybody was really happy. Like, genuinely, everybody seemed like, yay, congratulations. And it did me. Oh, it hasn't seemed like Kenya and Portia have gotten more. I don't even want to say became friends. I say just their energy towards each other is a lot more friendlier than it usually is. I can definitely say, um... In the last few episodes of the season, like when Kenya and they her interacted, they definitely were joking a lot more. And I know she was a lot. She was really, she was really happy when Kenya came to see her in her play. So when they were sitting on that couch, and if you notice, this is the first time these girls have been back on the same couch with each other since season six. Um, they so they were sitting apart in the same scenario. Uh, King, uh, Portia, Kenya. I mean, Portia, Cynthia, Kenya. You know, but I mean, they, the the. the Dynamics, the energy was definitely different. They genuinely seemed like they got along. They were making jokes with each other. They were kicking on the side with each other. I like that, you know. But, I mean, yeah, he, he asked her. Nene said, girl, don't you play with us, you know. And Candy was like, yes, girl, I'm excited. You know, everybody seemed genuinely happy for her. And I am, too. She did seem to be glowing. Um, now, she did leave it a little murky, as Kenya always leaves things murky. Because she he asked her if she was back, babe. She said yes. Sometime, uh, you know, during the summer or late summer, like September, August, September. He was really happy about that. He asked her how many months, however, was she? And she did not answer. She said, I prefer not to answer that. And I guess he was trying to, like, kind of push a little bit. Like, okay. Now, we all have watched the show for the last few seasons. And we know that this bitch has issues with her. She's had issues with her in vitro and her in vertio. I think Andy was basically trying to ask her, are you actually pregnant? Like, you? Or are you going to get a surrogate? I think that's what he basically was asking her. But he didn't want to say it directly like that. He's trying to push her. And the shade was, and you know what? I thought it was so sweet. All them girls like came to her defense. Like, oh, some people don't like to talk about it right away early on. Now, I think in that way, when Nene said, girl, don't play with us, I think that was Nene's way of saying to her, girl, let us know what's up so we can have your back. Because <laughs> clearly this is not feeling it. And you know what? No shit, I could feel Andy's energy at first, but it was what it was. Like, you could tell he wasn't really feeling Kenya the way he usually feels Kenya. Um, moving right along. Uh, then they got to, you know, just kind of the glow up, the fashions, all the people who changed over the years. Everybody looked different. You could definitely see some new faces, some new butts. It was what it was, you know. Um, I will say this. I noticed throughout much of the first segment, I mean, it wasn't really focused on any, well, he asked, Portia did take a lot of flack this first segment, um, but you know, I think there was an even amount of everybody talking, and I did notice more that even though he would be focusing the questions on certain people, most of the girls had a response, like, okay, well, I'm going to answer too, or I'm going to interject, and it did seem for the most part like everybody was at least hearing each other, even if they weren't necessarily agreeing. Um, 
another thing I noticed um, with both Kenya and Nini is that <laughs> no matter what they were hearing or like seeing, they both kind of were keeping their mouth shut. You know, I think that was an issue a lot of people were having with Kenya over these last few years, especially, you know, in a lot of instances, she, you know, during the reunions or during certain top segments, she always had a little opinion or a little thing to say on the side. You know, and so I, I, de I definitely noticed that she didn't say a lot. She was kind of watching. She answered every question that was asked of her, whether by Andy or her castmates, but she didn't, you know, she didn't give it a lot. She wasn't like sidekicking, you know. Um, and Nene also as well. Nene, and her face, was, her facial expressions was answering the questions, but she wasn't saying anything. She did answer him every time he asked her something. She didn't deflect. However, she, she was very, mm, like, not playing the middle ground. I would say she kept, her composure very very well now will she remain like that for the other two parts of the uh, reunion i do not know but i mean it was a different energy it was definitely a different energy you know it did not seem like that aggressive alpha female energy that you've seen especially out of those two particular people so i was really surprised um the other ladies in the room were on that i don't even think on the angry factor but it was definitely in the room so let's get into that all right, so starting off this whole thing, Andy wanted to, of course, do a Montauk of, you know, just the fallout from last year's uh, accusation of rape against Candy and Todd by Portia, which had been perpetrated by a lie from Phaedra Fox, and just kind of how the girls handled it. Um, you know, in the Montauk he showed, he showed Candy's glow up, her winning, she was the people's champ, but he, he also showed, you know, how she low-key... Like she can't make a statement. She, I don't fuck with her. Portia fake shit. You know, and on the other side of that, you did see Portia try to make genuine attempts of apologizing to her as well as, you know, trying to just be humble in her sense. But in the same time, you, they, you know, they saw all the other girls arguing with Portia at various times and how they was going off on Portia. And, um, you know, even Candy commented, hey, every time these girls get mad at her about the smallest thing, they bring me up. Um, so, Andy, that was a lot to talk about. And what I want to commend and comment on, which somebody may not or may not know or agree with, is from season five to now, Portia has become extremely articulate. And I appreciate that. And I think after last season's, you know, scandal, I think she really felt that she needed to be more verbal and more correct in her speaking, be more clear in what the fuck she was saying, you know. And on top of that, every shade has got together. I don't know who's queens and sissies and homegirls she's been hanging around with, bitch, that queen shade is on point. She had them people, and that's the thing that I really was liking. She wasn't taking anything drastically seriously. Even even when her and Kenya had a little thing, they was laughing at each other, and Kenya had even got a little bit serious to the point of like, you said horrible things, but she's like, you said horrible, you know. It was her way of keeping the situation light, and I think she was doing that most of the season. I think she was, I think that's a smart way to play it. I'm not going to get into a screaming, shouting match with you because it's not necessary. At this point, I have apologized. At this point, I do know my wrong. Um, do I feel like she, her thoughts that Candy is just dragging along? No, because I do think Candy made a very valid point. What you did or what, what you were a part of did have very serious repercussions. And had it played out the way, the, on the other end, I could fuck just losing this job. I could have, that could have ruined my whole career. That could have fucked up, tarnished my whole brand. And therefore, me just being or getting over it a few days afterwards, you know, that's not likely. And Portia said, okay, I get that, but I gave you space. I, I apologize and I stepped back. 
you know, what else do you want me to do? Y'all invited me somewhere. I tried to show my humility by showing up and just being humble. But then I feel like I'm being attacked. I watched the show. All your little means is attacking me. And Bush was like, you know, Candy was like, well, you know, you know, that's part of it. Like, that's part of it. When you do fucked up things and like that, you can't just expect, like, the nastiness to go away. You know? And that makes sense. Can, can, Candy makes sense, but so does Portia. Because at some point, you, you got to not say stop apologizing. But at some point, you have to make that sense. I apologize. You do have to own it and be sincere in it. And quite frankly, I'm not going to say I don't think Portia has been sincere. I think that they view it like you need to do it in a big way. And they do. she hasn't realized that the accusation was, as Candy put out there, it was made on television. It wasn't made outside. You, you didn't come off camera actually. You made it on TV. So clearly, you, you knew what you were doing. You know, you knew what you, message you were trying to convey. So I need you to use that same energy to convey this message of sorry. Um... In her defense, I will say this. These people cannot keep holding her to the count of you knew what was going on. You knew Phaedra was manipulating you. Stop to say you was ready. No, because the reality is this. Just a few years back, both Phaedra and Apollo manipulated the whole half of the United States over the TV, making, th- making everybody think that that girl Kenya had slept with that man off a few, hey, how we suck, text messages. You know, and all those girls were on this side. Uh, Miss Phaedra Fox. You know, Nene didn't even used to like Phaedra. And then all at once she was, oh, girl, you violated girl code. And Candy and I was like, you know, that was just like inappropriate. Like, all of them had something to say. You know, um, she she manipulated the situation between herself and Todd and Candy as well as Nene. You know, made everybody think that nobody, like Nene, uh, Candy never checked on her during the early proceedings of her divorce. And that, you know, people would, she was just out there by herself. And Nene was like trying to be her real friend. You know, she subtly, it wasn't done in an overt and extreme way. She subtly manipulated people and she played at their heartstrings and she did it well. So you can't sit up there and tell a person who's been manipulated by her that she should have known better when all of those castmates have been manipulated by Phaedra Parks at some point or another. Now, yes, they didn't go to the extremes that Portia did, but the fact of the matter is, that who says they couldn't have, you know? So that I do get that. I do get that. And the reality is, Portia, Phaedra is no longer here, nor does she care. So you can't keep holding her fully accountable for something that she honestly was kind of a now, uh, victim of circumstance. Um, now, that doesn't excuse her, which, again, she's taking that ownership of. But it does, I think, entitle her to, not entitle, ooh, entitle Candy to a more sincere apology. Just a quick insert, though. We all do. I don't know how much y'all know about Candy, but, you know, I mean, this girl does hold grudges, you know. <laughs> she did hold off on getting back where her group escaped until she got a very public apology from the Scott sister. So I don't necessarily think that she doesn't believe Portia is sorry. I think she just wants. I do that. I do think there's a tiny little bit of I want you to bend over backwards and kiss my ass. And quite frankly, we all know Candy's a boss bitch and all them bitches who be around her all the time do kiss her ass on a regular basis. She might not demand you kiss her ass. She might not be aggressive about it, but I'm pretty sure she's used to getting her ass kissed. So, and that's not saying anything against Candy. I think she's a great person, a, a wonderful mother and businesswoman. But, I, you know, sometimes you can be a bitch, you know. Uh, <laughs> moving right on. You know, but I do like the fact that Portia said, you know, I'm stopped apologizing because I'm. it's no point of me putting myself in a situation to continuously be abused, you know. If our whole point is to not tear each other down and you just want me to apologize to you, but you're still going to tear me down, there's no point in us even going there. Let's just let the shit go. And, you know, when Nene said, well, you know, I just think you should just really accept and take this responsibility. She said, well, how? And nobody can answer that. She said, I, you got to discuss that with Candy. 
And I love her answer. So, you know, after she, you know, they discussed that, Andy said, well, so you did go to Nini in Barcelona and you, um, you know, you kind of came to her and it was the first time you and her kind of reconnected after all this. You guys had a fallout. Why did you go to Nini? She's like, because again, I felt like Nini would be there for me. And he's like, I was surprised. Were you surprised that she was? And she said, no, because I know Nini's a good person. And she's been like a big sister. She's helped me. And, and he said, isn't that how you felt with Candy? She said, yeah, but Nini, I know how Nini is. And she had the door open. Candy won't even have the conversation with me. So therefore, the door is closed. And that was a really smart way of articulating. How you keep telling me to come apologize to you, but then every time I approach you, you don't want to deal with me or you don't want to talk to me. Like, how am I supposed to do it? I'm supposed to make a billboard, bitch? I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, <laughs> you know, they said the OLG was doing fine. Candy was mad at her mom for what she said about Todd. Um, oh, what's the next part? What else happened? Oh, oh. So, I'm sorry, y'all was eating up a little hungry. So then, we switched gears a little bit. And we finally got to Mark Daly. And, child. Actually, you know what? I'm going to save a whole different segment for Mark Daly because I feel like that was a lot. Let's just actually bring Marlo out. So, they did bring out Marlo. Oh, let's do this too. So, they brought out Marlo and they were talking to Sheree. And I'm glad that those girls finally told Sheree, look, girl, this shit was kind of cute when you came back. It was funny. We all do. Everybody says this. But shit, that bone collector shit is weak. It's late. It's tired. It's tired. It's whack. Because this girl, I really felt like she was making a big issue out of, uh, firstly, it was messy as fuck for Shamia, supposedly for his real life friend. To go back and show Sheree's ass. No text message between them. That was messy as fuck. I'm glad Sheree is not at this motherfucking thing. Like, ugh. Then, for Sheree to sit up there like, Oh, girl, I was the only one who was your friend. I was the only one who was your girl. girl, Loki, you wasn't. Like, all oh, she made a very valid point. Portia, again. Bitch, you wasn't really in my corner. If Yes, you was hugging me over here. But, girl, you was over here kicking about me with Kim. Girl, you was my friend to my face and just going on me behind my back, bitch. And... Sheree was like, well, girl, why would you tell everybody? She said, you happily carry this title, a bone collector. That's not a trustworthy title. I don't understand. And I think everybody in that moment, even, you know, everybody was nodding their head like, bitch, you don't, you don't get what you're hearing. Basically, you're spreading drama. Maybe you're not necessarily being shady, but you're spreading drama. And yes, you are being shady. We all watch the same show. You talking about people, you saying shit. And she's like, I don't have to be loyal to nobody. So why? And that's what she says. Why are you getting loyalty for me? Do you trust me? She's like, no. She's like, why the fuck do you want me to trust you? You know, and she said, and I did apologize to you. So why do you feel that I, now you got to ask me? She's like, because you're talking about it. She's asking us to say. I think Sheree had nothing to say. She just was trying to sound. She just wanted to have an attitude. And Andy switched gears on that. it has got that ass to go. So, I mean, and you know what? Sheree really, to me, um, I think had a lot to say this season about a lot of people. But she didn't really have much going on herself. I mean, we we saw her walking around that big-ass mansion of a house. And let me say this. Chateau Sheree and the realities of that whole situation. You know, but five, six years ago when that shit first went up and she wanted to make this huge house, I think all of us, you know, she seemed like she was in a completely different place. She definitely carried herself differently. And, you know, she appeared to be making money both off the show as well as the supposed clothing line, uh, Sheba Sheree. 
And she, um, you know, she was still receiving those payments of child support from Bob Whitfield. Now, so when she went, you know, from season uh, three to season four, it something happened, you know, like season three, they closed the season out. She seemed like she was on top of the world. Season four comes in and she's, you know, she's yelling at Nene. You're taking money out of my pocket. She got Tyrone on the phone. I don't know, it's called Tyrone. Something happened in that space of time. And I don't know what it was. You know, everybody knows that Sheree got fired from the network that year for demanding more money for her, a higher pay rate. Is it unfair that they let her go? No, but definitely it was understandable that she was not really... You know, at that time, she was not really garnering no damn um, ratings, personally. Uh, you know, they, they revamped the show. They brought Kenya and uh, goddamn Portia in. And, you know, Sheree was barely missed. You know, when she came back these last two seasons, she really didn't have much to go on. Now, yes, her P, the thing last season with her and Bob and the PSA, that did open a lot of doors for the girls. And I think it was a very touching thing. But as we all saw, that was unintentional, as she said. She didn't mean to put that out there and she didn't want people to talk about it. But now that it's out there, it's talked about. And she had to deal with the backlash for it. But I think now, you know, that we all in Sheree's house and looking at it, girl, this is the reality. This was a big-ass project that you really didn't have the money for. You should never have undertaken. It took so long to get the money and funding for it. Your kids are no longer kids anymore. And now you're just walking around that big motherfucker. You know, uh, you don't really... None of your off-camera friends want to come on camera. And honestly, the girls that who you're friends with on camera, they don't really meld with you like that. You know, you're friends with Candy, you're friends with Kim. But all y'all really don't do that. But just sit around and, like, throw shade, you know? Uh, you're not really invested in any of these girls. So it's like you being a part of any of the storylines is kind of whack, you know. And then you got all this money coming in, honey. Where's this money coming from? So your whole storyline this year was Prison Bay. And Prison Bay seems to try to, like, help you out with, uh, you know, reading NeNe and giving you a lot. Girl, so that's why everybody's kind of side out of you, girl. You don't, look, your lifestyle cannot keep up with your paycheck and your boyfriend's in jail. So why are you talking about me? Why are you talking about her? Why are you so worried about what I said? You know? And that bad, she got backed up because she thought they were coming for her. Girl, Nene was right when she told that girl, bitch, it's not a good look. I don't know if you think you think you look good. She said, I look fabulous. I said, oh, girl. And he said, okay, well, girl, do what you got to do. And I was so happy because, like, Nene really kept her mouth shut until the question was posed directly to her. And then she told that girl, look, it is not a good look. You can say that to all of them, but that is not a good look for you to be over there. And when she tried to throw up, girl, oh, well, nobody's had my back. Remember when I was getting you tickets to this and tickets to that? Nene's like, what? She's talking about shit from 20 years ago. Girl, don't you ever. We sitting right here in this moment, right here, right now. Why the fuck are you bringing up 20-year-old shit? Uh, girl, you got me into the club. You got me into the concert. Bitch, so what? Girl, and? Girl, you want the money back? The fuck? And as I thought we were friends at the time, I didn't think it was going to be something you're going to come throw back in my face. Oh, I wasn't that girl. You know? I think that, honestly, I think that the real pain in that moment and why Sheree and even Kim, honestly, uh, read Nene so badly because they were all friends before the show. And while I don't think she had any Nene had any influence with getting Sheree fired, I know that when initially she did help Sheree get hired. So I guess Sheree felt like when the network fired her, she would have liked if somebody had came to her defense and tried to make sure she stayed. And I guess she was saying, I don't feel no loyalty. I guess that's what she's saying. Nene didn't come to her defense. You know, so why should I be loyal to anybody over here? But that's what the Porsche was saying. You're not loyal to nobody, so why should somebody, why should you be surprised or upset if I tell somebody to be weary of you? You know? 
So she was like backpedaling pussy pop. She didn't make sense, but she was back into a corner. You know how Sheree gets stuttering and going all fast when she gets into a corner. I was like, girl, bah. So, and you know, so I mean, it was a couple of things. And like, the thing I kept saying, like, yeah, a lot of people would comment. And so the conversation kind of flowed easily. And that's how I was like moving from uh, segment to segment. I know he asked her about Sheba Sheree. She got the stuttering and shit. Talking about joggers. He was like, huh? And Candy's like, not jogging, like, you know, clothes. He's like, that's what I'm talking about. And she's like, what the fuck? You know, like, so you know, you know when that bitch is in the corner, she gets upset. Um, we were along, like I said, they brought Marlo out. Okay, so this is something, and um, there are a couple of bloggers I watch. I watch Funky Dineva. He's a big inspiration. Hey, Funky Dineva. It's Nessa, girl. Anyway. <laughs> um, and he pointed out a few years ago, actually, something that I didn't really pay attention to as I watched the show. But once he said it, I started looking more. That at times, Marlo is just there. You know, she's just there. She's a part of the canvas. She's actually quite funny. She's quite pretty, you know. But then there are times where she kind of pokes. Like, she aggressively inserts herself to situations that usually have nothing to do with her. Until he said that, I think it was when Cynthia was going through her divorce with Peter. And they were all at, like, a table. And she was all the way at one end. And Cynthia was on the other end. She's, like, somehow flew all the way to the other side and was, like, perched on that girl's show. He's like, why why in the dog fuck did you feel the need to go interject yourself right there just so you can get some camera time? I didn't think about it like that until I really started watching it. Now, these last few years, like, when she was first on Winnie, she really didn't have to be a part of the drama. When she was there with Nene, Nene's not the only person who's brought on, like, you know, supposed, uh, what's they call these girls? Uh, applicants or, you know, people coming to audition. Other girls have brought people in. And, you know, I would say she's left. She's definitely stirred drama. She's definitely good at it. But she, I think the thing that with me and I think with a lot of people, Marlo, it has nothing to do with her past or anything like that. She just has a tendency to take it not too far. And I'm not even, look, at the realities in the history of this group, when I say too far, I'm saying just like Portia said, ooh, I'm on Portia's side this week. Um, just like Portia said, your fun shade is just not that funny sometimes. Like sometimes we all just know that you're being mean, like flat the fuck out mean. It's a difference for me to do something and it's a bad thing. It's another thing when you're just trying to be fake friendly to me and you're just being mean to me, like mean girl city. And it might not, be the worst thing in the world but when you're a grown woman of a certain age and a certain understanding especially a character bitch that is a bad look and when it seems like you're doing it on purpose like you want people to get that impression of you it's really bad like so you know andy asked when he came when he gave her you know a little intro he said okay so you were nini's friend then you were kenya's friend then you were sheree's friend now you're nini's friend again but not but you're no longer kenya's friend so she puts out there the story that, well, you know, I thought I was Kenya's friend, but we don't have a relationship anymore because she was just using me to hurt Nene's feelings, get back at Nene. Kenya said, bitch, ain't nobody hurt you. Nobody want to use you for nothing except for some old man who used that nasty, nasty pussy. I said, come on, Miss Kenya Moore, Miss Daly, go in and laugh. Kenya was not here for the shit, you know what I'm saying? And it was so funny because up until that point, Kenya had really been like laid back, chilling. You know, she wasn't giving a lot. So for her to just like spruce right up like that and get that girl, girl, shut the fuck up. I was dead, bitch. She gonna tell that bitch you got bad skin. She said, you look <laughs> cooking like John Amos in a wig. I said, Kenya, shut <laughs> You know, and none of them girls was coming to Kenya's defense, but they damn sure wasn't coming to Marlo's defense. None of the bitches was saying anything. And they was just letting Marlo talk. And Marlo basically in her own way talked herself. Like, she told on herself, basically. Because what she was saying was, 
I thought I was Ken's friend, but she was just using me. But then you turn around and the situation was completely different. So for those of you who saw the little clip where Kenya was talking and she said she blackmailed Nene, uh, what she basically said was, you know, there was a guy, Nene got divorced several seasons ago. And then in the entry of two seasons before her and her ex-husband got remarried, she dated this white man. He's a rich white man from Italy, I believe. But, you know, he really did court her. He really liked her. But they ended up breaking up and she got back with her ex-husband. Marlo and Nene fell out and nobody ever really knew what it was. Everybody thought that Nene had tried to attempt to get Marlo on the show and that that fell through and then the, they didn't want to hang out. So it finally came out that the reason they stopped talking was because Marlo basically ran behind Nene and girl swooped up her leftovers. Like, girl, you don't want this billionaire, millionaire? I got him. And was all in his house being nasty, sucking a dick. And apparently the whole cast knew that. So we was gagging, honey. But that's not all. Apparently, she stole some messages from Nene out of his phone and was planning to blackmail Nene with the shit. And Kenya knew about it. Oh, girl. Now, the thing a lot of people don't understand about certain things, accusations, uh, things that are put out there, information. You know, uh, Marlo kept saying to Kenya, you know, you, you're calling me a whore. You're calling me a slut. You're saying I, I sleep with old men. Where are your receipts, honey? Where are your receipts? She said, here's a receipt for your ass. And she put out that situation with John. Um, And all ears were perked. What's up, girl? What a lot of people don't understand about shit like that is that, yes, you can say a lot. And it can always cause damage. But sometimes silence causes just the same much damage. You know what I'm saying? And I say that in the sense that, you know, like I said earlier in one of my other clips, Nene, not just Nene, multiple girls, uh, they kind of were reserving themselves until the question was addressed to them. They kind of were not, Nene in particular was not really inserting herself into too many things. And when she did speak, it was clear that she was thinking about what she said. And she, there was a couple of instances like, you know, when they brought up the whole freaking fraud episode, uh, Watch What Happens Lives, where he asked who should be fired. And she said that. She articulated the fortune lights. That's how I felt. I do honestly think you need to understand that what happened in that season was bad. And you really should or usually the repercussions of that would have been to lose your job. So you didn't lose your job. But you can't fault me for thinking that what happened should have got, you know. And when Portia said, I understand that. I, I understand that. But it did just hurt my feelings. And she said, I received that. And that that was big of her. So when Ken, when uh when... Kenya put out there that this is the real reason why Marlo and Nene fell out. That, you know, she got with her man, her ex, uh, her man, and uh, right after they broke up. And then she proceeded to steal messages and attempted to blackmail him as well as Nene with the message. And Marlo got real, Nene, I tried to blackmail you? Nene's response was classic. Firstly, she just looked at Marlo like, bitch, really? Then she said, um, blackmail, explain. We all know Nene Leaks. We all motherfucking know Nene Leaks. If you don't know Nene Leaks, bitch, Google that hoe. Look, if that bitch didn't blackmail her or she didn't want to talk about it, she would have just shut that shit down. She didn't say anything because I think at this point in the game, they've gotten over it. They've gotten past it. I think she is cool with Marlo. And I think, quite honestly, like she said, she didn't get no money on me. So, bitch, and that's how you, she didn't say anything. So that said everything. That bitch, you might, maybe the thought was there for you to blackmail me, but you didn't blackmail me. But she also, it was clear that she was hip to the shit, which is why she had cut off her relationship with Marlo. And in that manner, it clearly means that what happened with Kenya and Marlo was the reverse. 
It wasn't Kenya using Marlo to get back at Nene. It was Nene using Kenya to get back at her. And when she realized what was up, bitch, she cut that bitch off. What's wrong with that? So, you know, Kenya got that ass right together. Like, bitch, you tried it, and we all knew about it. Um, and, and Nene made a look. I don't know what the fuck happened afterwards. I'm going to just say this about Marlo and anybody. You know, if you know I've been involved with somebody and you don't really have the serious attempt to go and get involved with them yourself, why would you do that? I thought that was low, but you know, whatever, have fun, suck dick, do whatever. I don't really care. I don't want to hear about it. I'm pretty sure that motherfucker was broke once I left. Whatever. Bloop. Move right along. And them girls key, you know. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I just thought that was funny because, like, quite frankly, and you know, the thing about it, like, she was really being really antagonistic. She was doing a little tit for tat. She was being real petty with Kenya, which I live for the fact that uh, Kenya was going back and forth with her ass because them girls are not, be- it is not beneath them to be petty. But I do see the genuine attempt by most of them to try to move forward and not be petty or not go there or just make it fun like shade because it has gotten very serious at points. But then in that moment, it was just like, girl, unnecessary. Like, you, you kind of lost the argument. Kenya already got your ass together, put you out there. You know, and Andy did kind of ask her, girl, bitch, what do you do? You know, you know, everybody has known for years, you know, it's all over the blogs and all over the stuff. She got a million motherfucking mugshots for stealing, going to jail for boosting. He said, did he pay your name in Marcus bitch? She said, yes, I did. And we all, for those of you who don't know, apparently Marlo Hampton has over a three, four thousand dollar name in Marcus bill. Uh, no, not thousand, twenty thousand dollars. Oh, and that's the bombshell. Um, she blackmailed the man out of twenty thousand dollars. I'm like, girl, really? Mm-mm, Marlo. She's whack for that. Whackness. Alright, so this part about to be two parts, maybe even three. They moved on to the main event, honey. Kenya husband, Mark Daly. Oh my god. And I knew it was about to be a two-part event because it took up most of the episode in its way. Um and it just kind of like put it out there, like, you know, Kenya got married. So like they showed the whole montage of the season, they showed the pictures of him and her on uh, St. Lucia, they showed all the girls' reactions to it. And they show, you know, um, just kind of Kenya's frustrations that people kind of like, you know, scoping their lives and all this different, that and, uh, just that and forth. So once the montage had gone off, and, oh, and then they show him at the end, you know, she did her PSA, he came and visited her, you know, and all the little shady comments, all the people had to say. So, you know, at the end when they went off, you know, I thought Annie was going to get that ass together. Portia was the first one. She was like, hello, I got a question. What's up, girl? Like, <laughs> and that's, see, and that's what I was saying. Like, I feel like Kenya, uh, Portia's relationship has gotten better at least to a point where they can actually talk like regularly because it would have been a time like she wouldn't even address Portia but she was like yeah so what's up and she was just like hey you know I I I eloped you know um I went to he, he got down on one knee I said yes and I was ready and you know, both, you know, all the girls like Candy, Nene, Porsche, all of them were kind of tar- trying to articulate to her. Well, we get that and we're very happy for you, but you do, you know, you do realize that that's a big deal and you've made it a point to, uh, you know, say certain things or do certain things. Why didn't you make it a point to be on the show with this wedding? She said, I didn't want to, you know, I just went with the moment. Now, Andy, now that's, this is what I was laughing at. Andy finally came in, cause he, like I said, when he first came in the beginning, he was kinda off with Kenya. When he started talking, it, it, he was acting like it was a question, but you know how when people like keep saying things, it sounded like he was getting that ass together. Bitch, he was like, um, so, you've been very vocal about 
the goings on in various wives' marriages, and he's naming the people. And he was like, why have you felt the need on a reality show in which you've been very vocal about both your your past relationships as well as the goings on in other relationships? Why do you suddenly want all this privacy that you were unwilling to give yourself? All the girls gag. And they look. And she was like, well, I have to, say, to that I would have to say that I was not aware of just the challenges that took. And now that I do, and now that I am aware of that and I do know what, how it feels, I regret some of the things that I have said and I, w- I wish I could take them back. And, you know, Portia was like, well, I mean, so you're saying that until you go through something personally, you, like you can disrespe- disrespect people and disrespect their marriages that you go. And she's like, Portia, don't start that with me. Like, you know, you said some horrible things. So she said, you said some horrible things about me too. Like, like, let's not backpedal the pussy pop. But Portia did genuinely say, like, we are happy for you, but you just got to be aware. Like, girl, you're on a show. And that segue Andy into his tirade. Yes, you are on a reality show. You didn't think that it was fair for you not to say something? And she was like, um, well, no. He's like, well, you've been very vocal with your last two relationships, and we've all been following attentively. Why did you feel the need not to say anything? Like, he was going in. And she, like, he really wasn't giving her not not space to breathe. But you know how Kenya likes to try to talk in a very professional manner sometimes? She was talking. He was cutting that ass off. Like, you're not giving me an answer. You're trying to talk around it. Like, why didn't you like this? She was like, oh, well, I, well why didn't you invite him, anybody here? Oh, you didn't invite your family? Oh, he didn't. Have you met his mom? Like, no. Like, he, he wanted her to answer all those questions. And it didn't really help that Marla was sitting in the corner because it's a fake marriage. It's a fake marriage. So then... He said, well, it's to my understanding that, you know, yes, congratulations, you got married. But it's to my understanding that the reason your husband does not want to come on the show is because he personally dislikes it. He doesn't watch it. And it's because he said it's a black, it's a bad representation of black women. Kenya's deflection was, that's not true. You know, the blogs will say whatever. My husband said, he said, that's what my colleagues told me. I gagged and she gagged too. She just stopped talking. And I think that was his point. Like, you married a man who doesn't want to be on the show. And Loche, he has this idea that this show is a bad representation of black women. He asked a very real question. Does he know your past actions on this show and what you've done and contributed to making this show have its quote-unquote ratchet reputation? And she said, my husband doesn't watch this show. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, I feel like... So King is no stranger being in the hot seat in any particular situation, especially amongst these girls. However, the hot seat was not being fired up by the girls themselves, even though they all had something to say. It was more so being fired by Andy and the producers of Bravo. And I felt like, you know, King, this might be the moment. Like, it don't, we don't know. Maybe this would be the time for you to kind of, you know, they kept telling uh, Portia she need to take ownership. This might be your moment. Take ownership and say, hey, this is how I feel about it or this is what we wanted. You know, can't she tries to play that PR role so well of let me control the story as tightly as possible so I can have it from all angles. But the reality of it is, girl, it comes off very strange. I mean, I know for a fact, I think everybody knows that the person you are on TV it must, it can't really be how you are in real life because that is this villain-like character. It does seem me. And I will say this much. In this season alone, you have shown a different side of yourself that I think, quite frankly, a lot of people have been wanting to see. You seem very quiet, but you also seem very invested. When you were there, you were there. And you were fun. You had fun with people that you usually don't be hanging out with. And you also, you know, kind of shared a vulnerable side of yourself. 
The fact of the matter is, we've been here with your ass, wanting you to get married, wanting you to stop being a bullshit, wanting you to have a baby, and the second you decide to do all that, you pull back. Her response about, well, you know, you tried the same thing over and over again and it failed, so I tried it differently this time and it worked. That makes sense in a grand sense. Like, you know, girl, if you go into one bar and it's not getting no man, girl, go to this next one, you might find you forever. However, girl, you are on a show and you have dedicated most of your life, not most of your life, but you have dedicated your energies of saying, I'm going to display my real life on the show. Don't we all know that Kenya Joy don't put her real life on the show? Duh. But she says she do. So, bitch, why you ain't put that up there? <laughs> you know, Andy put her ass in that hot seat. And honestly, Portia was like, why didn't you invite none of us? Why didn't you at least invite Cynthia if that's your best friend? And she's like, oh, because Cynthia can't hold water. That kind of fucked up her argument a little bit because it was like, oh, so it was a secret. Because she kept saying, it wasn't a secret. It was just last minute we eloped. But then she turns around and says, oh, she can't hold water. Cynthia was, firstly, Cynthia's face was like, what? And we all gagged. And then Cynthia was like, that really hurt my face. I can hold water. And all the girls kind of looked around like, girl, we've been on this girl for a while too. Like, I ain't never had no reason to suspect that she's going to go run around to the world. So that means, but basically you're saying it's a secret. When at first you said it wasn't. So that belt, that cuddle and pussy popper kind of put her in the hot seat. And also the fact that, you know, they showed the clip from when they were in Texas and, you know, she had kind of went off and flipped off the camera. <laughs> and he made it very clear. So yes, that moment when you got upset and you flipped off the camera and you yelled and screamed and you pulled off, you know, there have been moments on this stage even when there have been other people who wanted that space and you wouldn't let them have it. Why did you feel that you needed that space in that moment? I say, Andy is not letting up on that ass. <laughs> And she's like, it was just a lot going on. You know, she was went on to say, we already talked, her and Shamia have talked about it and they've gotten past it. But it was just a lot going on. And she did, she's like, I wasn't really trying to argue. He's like, you were very short with her. I was like, ooh, Andy's not here for her ass right now. But you know what? And Nene kind of said something like, yeah, girl, you got to be more aware. I think that statement that Nene made, as well as the one at the beginning when she told Kenya, oh, girl, don't play with us. I think that was Nene's way of saying, girl, you don't have to really fuck with us or not. But as long as you're going to be a part of the show, the sister, you need to let one of us know or tell somebody or something or wink, send a text message only if to add it to the drama or something like that. Because when these Bravo execs do be find out that people is fabricating storylines, yes, you can have a boyfriend and not really like him or you can have a marriage and y'all just kind of be yin yin But girl, when they be finding out that people is fabricating storylines and hot and juicy ass shit like that, they get really, really mad. They do. They do. You know, um, ask Lisa Wu Hotwell, honey. Ask, what's his name, from Married to Medicine. Oh, that Lisa. Lisa from, you know, all that made up shit. They do not appreciate that shit. And with people nowadays wanting so badly to get into these reality show genres because they pay so much to do so little, they are making up any and everything just to do that shit. Now, Kenya, your outrageousness has always kept you on the show, but people do follow your life. You know, I think you showcasing your love life and your, your actual work will be a lot more fun and productive than you seeing you argue with these bitches all the time. Because, like, no shit, at this point, y'all just be like, with them arguments, y'all be one trick ponies. So it's like, let's see a different facet of you. Because, honestly, when we've seen those other sides of you, they've been interesting, you know? So that's what I think they all were trying to convey to her, you know? And I, whether she got it or not, she did allow herself to be pushed, not pushed, but allow herself to stop talking and just kind of take it for a second. So I do hope that that didn't, you know, Phase her too much, and I hope she got the message from it. Um, so yeah, I mean, so I mean, overall, the reunion was really fun. Like, um, it's not what else was there? Um, yeah, you know, they had a little, yeah, 
Um, I, oh, Nene and Sheree. So, and that was like at the very end. Um, and this is the only time that you kind of saw Sheree, I mean, Nene get out of her character in this part of the reunion. Um, you know, Portia flat out, they were trying to say something about Portia being this way, Portia that. Portia said, girl, fuck this. We switching gears. I'm not in the mood for this right now. Let's talk about you a little bit. No, we talk about you. No, we can talk about you. <laughs> Portia had me did. Actually, Portia had the whole floor did. Like, she was ma- she was making statements and jokes the entire time. Everybody was laughing. She was laughing with the people. You know, it was, like I said, it was clear that she was not there for a lot of drama in our shape. And, you know, hopefully something can be resolved or worked out. But I was, like I said, I was here for her shade. I was here for her jokes. And like I said, she was not letting them bitches back her ass to no corner. She, <laughs> Sheree tried to start getting that ass together. She said, uh-uh, bitch, let's switch the, uh-uh, let's talk about you a little bit. Why did nobody, everybody want to be in my face? I mean, I'm barely friends with Kim. This is that bitch homegirl. Nobody said nothing to her about uh, Roachgate. And they're like, well, I, Marlo tried to jump. I asked her about Roachgate. She said, okay, well, how do y'all feel now knowing that she knew about that whole fucking video the entire time? Cynthia was like, yes, ma'am, what's up? You, ooh. Everybody look, and you know, I was happy that Cynthia was vocal in that moment because you could tell that Cynthia really did not appreciate nor like that shit. And she was like, um, I'm not here to fight nobody's battles. I'm not here to do this for nobody. I'm not here. And that's when Candy was like, okay, but that's the point being made. You're not here to fight nobody's battles, but then you carrying information back and forth. Like, what the fuck? Like, that don't make sense. And she like, I, I can say what the fuck I want. Basically, she said, I can say what the fuck I want to who the fuck I want. And that, I think, is what set Nene off that she went off on Sheree and god damn it Sheree you needed to have your ass gone off on because that was just foul she told him that that was some foul shit I've known this girl for 20 years her and Kim I know they wouldn't like nobody coming in their house and judging this shit the way they was judging for shit and looking at Roshan and talking they would hate that so the fact that she did that and the fact that you knew about it she said well nobody comes and brings a bone back to me she said that's a lie because when the shit was going on about uh, Tyrone, I, as an intermediary, got Cynthia on the phone and we called and we told you and let you know what was up. She said true. So that right there threw that away. That threw away that argument that I don't have to be loyal to nobody because nobody's loyal to me. Even though you was just screaming at Porsche two seconds ago about why would you tell Shamia not to trust me, but you're untrustworthy. Like, what's her name? Went off on her ass. Like, you just showed all your ass this motherfucking season. And I don't know why the fuck you don't think, no, like, you can't be approached about it. That was some foul shit that your friend did, and you was right up there with the shit, carrying the shit back and forth. It was horrible that you carried all this dumb negative shit around, but you didn't come tell me that that bitch had that video or she was going to do that shit. And then when we asked you or asked her about it, you tried to backpedal a pussy pop, Portia ended up getting all this motherfucking yang 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 from Marlo, and your ass sat there. Like, Nene let that bitch know that was some whack ass shit. She's a whack bitch, and I'm, that's very late of you. And that's when she started going, Sheree started going into that yang yang about, um... Well, you know, you think you're that girl and stuff. And so that's when I had got draw the conclusion. She's mad. Sheree is mad. That's why most of her focus in her confessionals and arguments have been about Nene. You know? And as far as those others, yeah, last season her and Kenya had that little yang, 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 yang. But Kenya got that ass scared. You see, sometimes, even when Kenya is wrong, and you know what Portia was for a while too. Even when these hoes don't be having exact information in a lot of situations, they get it pretty right. Like when Portia accused Peter of messing around with his bar one maids and Cynthia had got all mad and then turned around, that video leaked of him, you know, fucking around with that uh, girl from bar one. 
you know, and she tried to play PR. Oh, that's just how they look. Girl, boom, you later divorce. You know, like, and then Kenya the same way. It was fucked up that she duck walked on that girl last year and, you know, was making jokes about, oh, you wasn't saying nothing when Bob had that ass choked up. But, you know, it came out, hey, he had that ass choked up. And she didn't want to bite, but she kept saying it didn't happen. You know, so, I don't know. I do not know what's up with Sheree. But clearly, Sheree does not see the reality of what she's doing. But I'm so glad Nene got that ass together. And it was like, that's going to segue into Miss Kim coming out next episode. So, yeah, that's overall the pretty much it. I mean, you know, I mean, it wasn't a lot. I didn't expect a lot. Like I said, the season itself didn't give too much. And um, so you really wasn't expecting a lot. I did enjoy the way the girls looked. The girls did look pretty cute. And they kept it cute, you know. Uh, Andy said, <laughs> Andy said the Porsche before the show. You know, don't get out your seat. <laughs> and I, th- well, I mean, I think that's just been a general rule of the people since, you know, she snatched Kenya a couple seasons back. And like I said, uh, he did. That was their first time being back on the couch with each other since then. So, I mean, I think, you know, he told Porsche not to get out of the seat. It's a general rule for any of them not to get out of the seat. Um, but, you know, for the most part, there weren't really issues. I think, I think even if people sitting next to each other have problems with each other, they're, they're, you know, they're not that severe. Um, you know, I was a little surprised. I, I knew Kenya and Marlo weren't on the same speaking terms as they had been. I know this season they really hadn't been in each other's face. But I was, I slightly was surprised that she had so much yin yang for Kenya. Cause it was a little random to me. But it is Marlo, so, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know. I didn't really like it. Um, again, Candy and I think they're gonna bring it back up. Candy and Porsche situation. I do think uh it it has there is a little bit more to be said, but who knows what's gonna happen. I hope they don't drag it out, but at the same time it's I just don't feel like it's finished. But I mean overall it was it was a pretty I don't wanna call it a snooze fest. It wasn't a snooze fest. They got out a, some basic stuff. You can definitely see that there are still some unanswered questions. Kenya was in the hot seat. Um, Sheree was in the motherfucking hot seat. And, you know, now they're showing, uh, the clip for the next, uh, episode, the next part. And here comes Kim with them duck lips in that red cup. And it looks like, you know, she's gonna get her ass all the way together by several castmates. So I'm excited to see that. Cause honestly, no shit, I do not like Kim. I do not like Croy. I, it's time for somebody to get that ass together. And I'm glad it's not just gonna be me screaming at her about no damn roaches. I'm glad they all gonna get up in that ass. You know? Oh, I hope they do anyway. <laughs> you know, and I know that's, it's a bad configuration when a group of women come together and decide they, they really positively want to work some stuff out. Your first thought shouldn't be, oh, this is boring. You know, you, you don't want them to negatively or harm each other or harm each other's lives because the shit has went very, very left. But it's just like, you know, eh, this might have ran its course. It might be time to hand out some pink slips or something, you know. Um, but yeah, we're gonna see that. We're gonna see, uh, Eva coming out next episode. And I, you know, I love me some Mia, baby. Um, yeah, you know. So that was my assessment of the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion season 10, part one. All right. Later, kids.